Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Meteorologist Steve Rudin in the First Alert Weather Center. And right now we're sitting at 46 in the nation's capital. 459. You're listening to WTOP, Washington's top news, live, local, 24-7. This hour of news is sponsored by Lido Pizza. Lido Pizza never cuts corners. Good afternoon, I'm Sean Anderson. I'm Ian Kramer. Coming up... New information about that terrifying stabbing and hit-and-run crash spree in our area a few days ago. We'll have a live report coming up in three minutes. The next steps in the dispute over Montgomery County school leadership. I'm Kate Ryan. With some businesses and sports teams exiting, YDC's mayor says... Downtown is going to be just fine. I'm Mike Marilla. The latest on the three American service members killed in Jordan were learning who they were and where they were based... We'll go in-depth on President Biden's possible response with WTOP Capitol Hill correspondent Mitchell Miller. It's 5 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by O'Reilly Auto Parts. I'm Monica Ricks. We are learning more about the U.S. soldiers killed in a drone strike in Jordan. The Pentagon's Sabrina Singh says those killed were from a U.S. Army Reserve unit based out of Fort Moore, Georgia. The names of those soldiers who lost their lives were Sergeant William Rivers, Specialist Kennedy Sanders, and Specialist Breonna Moffitt. She says the number of injured has also risen to more than 40. We are not looking for a war with Iran. However, says National Security Council spokesman John Kirby. This attack was escalatory. Make no mistake about it. And it requires a response. Matt Piper, CBS News. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken echoed that statement today while meeting with the U.N. Attorney General Jens Stoltenberg in Washington. We have and we will continue to defend our personnel and to take every action necessary uh, to do that. Iran has denied involvement, but U.S. officials just confirmed the drone used in that attack was the same type of one-way attack drone Iran has been providing to Russia. Senators are still putting finishing touches on a bipartisan immigration bill that would allow the Biden administration to essentially shut down the southern border if border patrols overwhelmed by migrant crossings. CBS's Nicole Killians on Capitol Hill. A limit uh, this issue of parole, which has been sometimes used to resettle some migrants. So uh, really trying to uh, make this a more efficient and streamlined system rather than allowing some migrants to, you know, languish here in this country for weeks, months, you know, as they wait for their fate to be decided. It comes as House Republicans push to impeach Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas for failing to secure the southern border. Bills targeting members of the LGBTQ community are also moving through legislators across the country this week. Devrat Ashwadi is a legal fellow at the ACLU of Oklahoma. The goal of this, these kinds of legislation is not only to inflict harm on the members of that community, but also to kind of reverse the social acceptance of gay people and trans people that we've seen in the last few decades. Many of these measures could be challenged in higher courts if they become law. An asteroid the size of a sports stadium will be hurtling towards Earth this week, but NASA says it'll pass right by us. It'll also be joined by four other near misses, including asteroids the size of a plane and a house, each passing about two million miles away. An opening statement started today in New York in the trial of two men accused of gunning down Jam Master Jay of Run DMC in 20... Excuse me, in 2002, prosecutors say they killed Jay in a studio over a drug dispute. They've both pleaded not guilty. This is CBS News. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get the parts and service you need fast from the professional parts people 
at O'Reilly Auto Parts. 503 on Monday afternoon, January the 29th. Cloudy right now. Temperatures around the region are hanging in the mid-40s to lower 40s. Good afternoon, I'm Ann Kramer. And I'm Sean Anderson. Breaking this afternoon on WTOP, the Baltimore woman accused of stabbing a teenager and hitting random pedestrians with her car in Prince George's County last week is being held without bond. WTOP Scott Gelman joins us live here in the studio. He's just heard from the county state's attorney. Scott. Yes, Sean and Ann, learning a little bit more information about 31-year-old Tanae Stallings-Brown. That's the Baltimore woman, as you said, who was accused of going on what Prince George's County Police called a violent crime spree across several different parts of the county on Thursday night. State's attorney Aisha Braveboy telling us she was held without bond and that she also there's a warrant status out for her connected to an incident in Baltimore. And that incident was aggravated assault with a weapon, although they did not know exactly what weapon that was, whether it was similar to the knife used in last Thursday's attacks. And the state's attorney again telling us that this was concerning because it was a seemingly random attack. This is a random attack by someone who comes into our area and commits these uh, heinous acts against people who they don't know, innocent people. Uh, so we wanted to make sure that we sent a very strong message that this is unacceptable behavior. And we're still learning a little bit more and for information about what exactly unfolded and how we just got two new sets of charging documents basically detailing how these attacks happened. But again, state's attorney Aisha Braveboy in Prince George's County telling us this afternoon that it was a random incident and that she wants Tanae Stallings Brown to be held accountable. We'll continue to bring you the latest on this developing story, but reporting live in the studio, Scott Gelman, WTOP News. Thank you, Scott. Five Five. The search is on at this hour for a car possibly connected to that huge pile up on the Bay Bridge from Saturday. Now, that crash backed up traffic there for hours. Maryland Transportation Authority police are looking for a blue Honda Civic, they say, that could be connected to the chain reaction crash that involved more than 20 vehicles on the westbound span. Investigators say the Honda was speeding and driving erratically, which may have contributed to the crash. They want to hear, they want your help to find that Civic. It was on the bridge between 7.30 and 7.45 Saturday morning. Police are reconstructing the crash scene and say the investigation could take months. If you know anything, you're asked to contact Maryland Transportation Authority Police. It's been quite the week or so in Montgomery County Public Schools. A school superintendent who says she's fighting to stay in her job. An inspector general's report that finds the school system had numerous reports of problems with its handling of employee misconduct dating back years. The conflict over management in Montgomery County Schools has raised questions about whether the county council should take more aggressive action. Now the council president has been asked about that. Our story from WTOP's Kate Ryan. One week ago, Montgomery County's superintendent of schools, Monifa McKnight, said the Board of Education made it clear they want her out, but she's not going anywhere. The county council president, Andrew Friedson, was asked whether McKnight should be removed. I'm calling on the board and the superintendent to resolve the dispute. And while the council can remove school board members if it finds things like incompetence or willful neglect of duty, Friedson made clear that's not on the table. First of all, I don't think we're there, and I think it would cause a tremendous amount of instability in in an environment where we need more stability. Council committee hearing on the recent Inspector General's report is set for February 8th. 
Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Some high-profile organizations and businesses are making plans to move out of the district, but WTOP's Mike Marillo tells us Mayor Bowser says downtown is not struggling. The Capitals and Wizards are looking to move to Alexandria, and Fannie Mae is moving its headquarters out of downtown as well. But D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser says... Downtown is going to be just fine. She cites a rise in metro ridership as proof. Also to those who say downtown is struggling, she says. I don't think you were here this weekend uh, when I saw thousands of people pouring out of Annie. A musical she attended. The mayor wouldn't speak about the Caps and Wizards owner Ted Leontis' comments that cited significant challenges in downtown for businesses. The city has been dealing with a spike in crime. The mayor also announced $20 million in grants to get business businesses into vacant buildings and bring more family-friendly fun to downtown. In downtown D.C., Mike Marillo, WTOP News. After 14 years, Kennedy Center Board Chairman David Rubenstein says he will retire from that post. Now, he will keep working for another year as his replacement is found. Rubenstein is only the sixth chairman in Kennedy Center history. President George W. Bush appointed him to the board. Search committee is already formed and will work with the White House to find a new board chair. Now, Rubenstein, of course, is best known for being co-founder of the Carlisle Group. He is credited with making the Kennedy Center more accessible to underserved communities and with increasing the variety of programs, including hip-hop. Coming up in Money News after traffic and weather. CVS is pulling back in D.C. I'm Jeff Glabel. It's 5.08. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8th. So let's go to Dave Dildine in the WTOP Traffic Center. Some congestion, but no big incidents. This uh, Monday rush hour is on an even keel in Virginia on the interloops. Brief delays at the American Legion Bridge. Outer loop a little slow near Carter Rock. Slowest between Route 7 and Route 50. And then a little heavy getting out of Alexandria at the Woodrow Wilson Bridge. 66 westbound. You're on and off the brakes between the Beltway and 123. A little respite near Fair Oaks and Fair Lakes. And then back in some congestion at sunset through Centerville toward Manassas with the visors down 95 in both Virginia and Maryland working out fairly well uh, in Montgomery County and Prince George's County some interloop congestion near Connecticut Avenue Georgia Avenue in between Route 1 and the BW Parkway 270 northbound delays are relatively brief heading out of Montgomery County coming out of Prince George's County toward Charles southbound on 210 after 228 police direction continues at a crash. The WTOP Traffic Studio is furnished by Regency Furniture. You can finance 60 months now with no money down, not a cent out of pocket. Regency Furniture, affordable, never looks so good. Dave Doldine, WTOP Traffic. Our forecast from 7 News First Alert meteorologist Steve Rudin. Partly cloudy skies moving through the remainder of the evening and into the overnight with wake-up temperatures tomorrow morning in the upper 20s to middle 30s. We're dry and not as windy for Tuesday. Temperatures around 45 degrees, winds from the southeast at 5 to 10. Chance for a little bit of a wintry mix come very early Wednesday morning. This is mainly north and west of the district. Temperatures will be in the 40s for daytime highs. We dry things out nicely on Thursday and Friday, upper 40s to lower 50s. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin of the First Alert Weather Center. 44 in College Park, 43 in Fairfax, 45 on the National Mall under cloudy skies. And we're brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest. Conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. Money news at 10 and 40 past the hour. Over to Jeff Claybaugh. CVS is closing dozens of pharmacies inside Target stores, including three in D.C. The Target in Tenleytown, Ivy City, and Shepherd Park. CVS cited cost-cutting 
It took over Target's pharmacy operations in 2015. FanDuel is going public on the New York Stock Exchange. Joining rival DraftKings is publicly traded. FanDuel is number one. It accounts for 43% of mobile betting in the U.S. Walmart store managers can make good money. Walmart just announced an annual stock grant program with a new incentive for store managers of $20,000 in Walmart stock a year. It has also raised average store management pay. The Dow closed at a record, up 225 points. The S&P 500 up 36. It closed at a record. The Nasdaq rallied 173 points today, a 1% gain. Jeff Claybaugh. WTOP News. Money News brought to you by Whole Foods Market. Save on salmon at Whole Foods Market. Sustainable, wild-caught, tropical, marinated, and plain sockeye salmon fillets are 25% off with Prime through March 28th. While supplies last, shop in-store or online. Terms apply. Coming up on WTOP, we're following all the latest on the killings of three U.S. service members in Jordan. That includes congressional reaction. We'll talk to WTOP's Mitchell Miller next. 5-11. We all have that friend who wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast while the rest of us sleep in. This is your sign to thank them. And if you're that friend, this is us saying thank you. Just a friendly reminder that right now, get any size iced coffee before 11 a.m. for just 99 cents. And a satisfying sausage McMuffin with egg is just two seventy nine. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Ah, the sizzle of McDonald's sausage. It's enough to make you crave your favorite breakfasts. Enough to head over to McDonald's. Enough to make you really wish this commercial were scratch and sniff. And if you're a sausage person, now get two satisfyingly savory sausage McGriddles, sausage biscuits, or sausage burritos for just $3.33. Or mix and match. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Here are the top questions from homeowners in the new year. Can my roof survive another winter? And can my bank account survive if my roof doesn't? Trust PJ Fitzpatrick for the answer. Roofing done right the first time and roofing priced like it was last year. That's right, to keep their crews working this winter, P.J. Fitzpatrick will set all prices back a year and guarantee your estimate for all of 2024. Plus, they guarantee their work for the life of your roof. Visit TrustPJ.com to schedule your free consultation and price lock guarantee. Hi, I'm Patricia Farrick, president of FVC Bank. With me today is Bill Horan, CEO of Realty Exchange Corporation. FVC Bank appreciates the great relationship we have with Realty Exchange Corporation. Take it from me, folks. Bill Horan of Realty Exchange Corporation. FVC Bank is the bank to use. We value FVC Bank as a trusted partner, and you will too. Visit FVCBank.com. That's FVCBank.com. Member FDIC. Later this hour, it's taken a while, but have you noticed your commute time is back to where it was before the COVID pandemic? Keep it here on WTOP. People are driving 20, 30, 60 miles for the area's most incredible Toyota deals. And it all starts with just a click at twicethechoices.com. Waldorf Toyota and Alexandria Toyota make it all twice as easy at twicethechoices.com. Twice the Toyota selection, twice the Toyota savings, all with twice the Toyota customer service you deserve. The secret is out. The Toyota partnership that's putting dreams and driveways all around the Beltway. Point, click, and save. Twicethechoices.com. 
Airline credit card rewards have helped grow America's travel and tourism industry. Last year, 15 million Americans traveled domestically using reward miles, supporting more than 183,000 jobs. But now Congress wants to pass a law that could eliminate credit card rewards and decimate the U.S. travel and tourism industry. Tell Congress to support travel and tourism jobs and oppose the Durbin-Marshall Interchange Bill. Visit handsoffmyrewards.com slash travel to take action. Paid for by the Electronic Payments Coalition. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. It's 515. I'm Sean Anderson. I'm Ian Kramer. Thanks for being with us. President Biden is vowing to respond to that deadly drone attack on a U.S. military base in Jordan over the weekend. And today we learned the three U.S. military personnel killed in that attack were Army Reserve members from a unit in Fort Monroe, Georgia. Well, the attack has the attention of Congress. Joining us live from Capitol Hill is WTOP's Mitchell Miller. Mitch, so what's the reaction been from members of Congress and what are they actually calling for now that they've learned this news? Well, virtually all lawmakers from both parties agree that the U.S. has to respond, but exactly how to respond really varies. Several conservative Republican senators have called for the U.S. to make a military strike against Iran since it's widely believed this drone is linked to a proxy group of Iran that operates in the region. Others say that risks widely expanding violence in the Middle East if they do that, which is already, of course, on edge due to the situation with Hamas and Gaza and Israel. But some Democrats are uh, have advocated carrying out strikes against infrastructure where the intelligence might eventually be linked to drone activity. Also, Punchbowl News reports that senators are requesting a briefing this week involving uh, this drone attack, which in addition to killing three service members, also injured more than 40 others. Mitch, uh, moving to the issue of the southern U.S. border, negotiators have indicated they are nearly done reaching a deal. But uh, even uh, uh, even though the bill hasn't been released, though, it is being sharply criticized. What's going on here? Right. House Speaker Mike Johnson said just today that any border shutdown authority that allows even one illegal crossing is a non-starter, in his words, saying that thousands each day is outrageous. And as we know, former President Trump has said uh, over the weekend he'd be happy to be blamed for killing the agreement. But it's expected that the text of this agreement will be released in the coming days. Details are still a little bit scant, but we know that it would allow the president to close the border to crossings if they reach a certain threshold of 5,000 a day. Last month, there were days when it was over 10,000. The Senate is going to try to get this to a floor vote in the coming weeks, but its future in the House remains very much in doubt right now. Mitch, what can you tell us about the House House panel's work to get ready to recommend the articles of impeachment against the Homeland Security Secretary? Well, Republicans on the House Homeland Security Committee plan to mark up those articles of impeachment at a proceeding on Tuesday. One article charges that Mayorkas has flouted the law. A second article essentially charges him with lying to Congress about whether the border was secure. Now, Democrats, including Maryland's Glenn Ivey, just held a news conference, and they say that this is all political. It's a sad historic moment, but it's a clear one. But we're going to make sure that it's understood that they're violating the Constitution's high standard, and they know it. But the committee is expected to move forward these articles of impeachment, setting up a future vote by the House possibly next month. And if approved, Alejandro Mayorkas could become the first cabinet member in more than 150 years to be impeached. Okay, Mitch, thanks much. You bet. That's WTOP Capitol Hill correspondent Mitchell Miller. 
breaking news on WTOP. We have been telling you about the effort by convicted murderer Alec Murdoch to get a new trial in South Carolina. The judge moments ago has just denied that new double murder trial for Alec Murdoch. After hearing about jury tampering allegations, Murdoch is serving a life sentence for the murders of his wife and his son. We'll have full details in the minutes ahead. WTOP at 518. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Let's go to Dave Dildine in the WTOP Traffic Center. A few new crashes in Virginia to call to your attention on I-66 westbound. Very slow now from the Beltway toward Nutley Street. Crash involves the one into a pickup and blocks the right side of the main lanes near Nutley Street and the Vienna Metro Station. Farther west into the sunset. Some slowing from Centerville toward a Bull Run and the Manassas Rest Area. Ward of one stopped along the left side of the express lanes. Uh, they sent a highway help truck that way. George Washington Parkway northbound on the brakes now from the CIA employees only exit up to the Beltway after Turkey Run. Caller finding at least one crashed car blocking, I think, the full-time right lane. The reversible lane might be able to get by, but that lane would only really be good to take you onto the outer loop. Southbound traffic is a bit heavy near 123 single file in the PM pattern. Outer loop traffic bogs down from 66 down to gallows but at the big beltway bridges virtually no delay a lot of telework happening today 95 southbound heavy and woodbridge in maryland 95 beltway to beltway good baltimore washington parkway just slow in separate stretches between greenbelt and fort mead 270 northbound the heaviest traffic in gaithersburg and southbound at akakeek the crash in 210 beyond 228 should be clear care first blue cross blue shield has been selected as one of the world's most ethical companies by ethosphere the global leader in defining and advancing the standards of ethical business. Join their team at carefirst.com slash careers. I'm Dave Dildine, WTOP Traffic. Let's go over to 7 News First Alert meteorologist Mark Pena in the Weather Center. Mark, take us through this week. We understand we might see a little bit of winter on Wednesday. Yeah, we're not out of, out of the woods completely with uh, any kind of wintry precip, but the chances of any kind of major impacts are rather low. But let's start with tonight. We're looking at uh, some clouds increasing again after we saw a little bit of sun just now before the sun sets. Temperatures falling to the upper 20s to lower 30s by early tomorrow morning, and then tomorrow looking more sun than clouds. So if you were looking for the sun today, don't worry. It'll be more out tomorrow. Temperatures in the mid-40s for your afternoon. Now, tomorrow night into Wednesday is when we're tracking our next storm system. It's a quick mover. We call these quick-moving systems clipper systems because of how fast they move on through. That's going to be the same case with this, but not only that, but this system is also going to be starved for moisture. So there's a chance that a few of these showers to move through the district uh, during your Wednesday morning commute time, uh, but the model continues to show that this system just kind of loses its punch. So basically what, we're, what, we, what we will be watching out for is the chance for some sprinkles, some flurries. Overall, though, temperatures are not expected to go below freezing either, so that's another thing that we're going to be tracking in terms of any kind of accumulation. Very, very minimal, low-impact system. And then by Wednesday afternoon, we're looking at mostly cloudy skies and precipitation ending. Thursday, sunshine comes back out, and so does Friday. And then the weekend, first weekend where we've got no chance of rain on either days. So if you have any outdoor plans or if you're on the fence about it, I would say right now to go ahead and go through with them. Temperatures will be in your seasonal averages as well, or maybe even a little bit warmer than that with highs in the low 50s for both days. Uh, So outside right now... uh, Not too bad. Temperature-wise, I've got, uh, let's see here, 44 in southeast. It is 40 in Arlington, and I've got 39 already in College Park. All right, thanks, Mark. Brought to you by Len the Plumber Heating and Air. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Coming up, changing commute times in our area. Is your drive getting easier, or is it more difficult? 
521. Timing is everything, and if you've been looking for a luxury vehicle, look no further than Select Auto Imports in Alexandria. For 37 years, Select Auto Imports has saved you thousands off MSRP on pre-owned BMWs, Mercedes-Benz, Audi, and Range Rovers. Now, we're expanding and need room for our new showroom. That means lower prices just got lower. Check out hundreds of luxury vehicles at SelectAutoImports.com or visit us on Van Dorn Street in Alexandria. These savings won't last forever. SelectAutoImports.com. Here's a highlight from Peter Romness, cybersecurity principal for the CISO Advisors Office at Cisco Systems on Federal News Network's Cyber Industry Exchange. Oftentimes, our defenders get too much threat intelligence. So when you get in too much, it's the opposite problem of having not enough. So the ability to have the machines just get these feeds and automatically present options or automatically implement the changes is very helpful to the defenders. Listen to the entire discussion on Federal News Network. Search in. Industry Exchange. Cisco Umbrella for Government is a comprehensive cloud-native cybersecurity solution designed to protect federal, state, and local government agencies to accomplish their mission. With advanced security features, it ensures compliance with stringent government cybersecurity mandates. Umbrella for Government is backed by the power of Cisco Talos, one of the world's largest commercial threat teams, providing unmatched intelligence and threat protection. To learn more, visit umbrella.cisco.com. That's umbrella.cisco.com. This is WTO News. Part of our area is losing its police chief as he takes a federal job. Alexandria City's Don Hayes will step down February 9th. Hayes has spent nearly 44 years with the Alexandria Police Department, including the last two and a half as its chief. He says it's been an honor to dedicate his life to serving the community. Assistant Chief Raul Padestro will serve as interim chief. No details out yet about the federal work that Hayes is going to actually do. So do you want to make your early commute shorter? WTOP's Neil Augenstein reports maybe you should consider changing the time you leave home. An analysis of Census Bureau data shows most in our area leave the house between 8 and 8.30 each morning. The study by Yardicube, a co-working space management platform, says leaving between 8.30 and 9 could save up to 20 hours a year of commuting time. Are there crashes? What does the weather look like? Those variables can throw a tightly planned commute out of whack, says WTLP morning traffic reporter Rita Kessler. She says some commuters built in extra time. The people who want to get there on the dot, those are the people that this might help the most. Neil Loggenstein, WTLP News. It is 524 and a new move tonight to save what used to be a fixture in every new car. Let's get a look at the east side. A lot of volume. New Jersey Democrat Josh Gottheimer, who introduced legislation in the House to stop automakers from dropping AM in new cars, is asking the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration to require vehicles that don't have AM radio to include warnings on price stickers. Bipartisan lawmakers, including House Speaker Mike Johnson, a former conservative talk radio host, say AM is a critical piece of the emergency communication network. Car makers claim Americans have plenty of other ways to receive alerts, including cell phones. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. Sports at 25 and 55. George Wallace here, the latest on the Commander's coaching search. Yeah, we're down to the wire now, right? So the uh, Commanders and the Seahawks, the only two uh, teams still needing a head coach. And now that all the top candidates have been eliminated from the postseason, they can get to work. So Mike McDonald going to meet with the team today, Ravens defensive coordinator, and Ben Johnson scheduled for tomorrow. McDonald also set 
You go to the Seahawks, Ben Johnson, also meeting with Seattle. So it's one of those things, if you have them in your building and you want to lock them up, we'll see if they can make it to the next interview or not. Uh, but expect things to uh, move pretty quickly, I would think, now this week. And we could have an answer uh, within the next few days. We're all set for the Super Bowl between the 49ers and the Chiefs. It's a rematch from Super Bowl 54 at Kansas City. W, Brock Purdy, Patrick Mahomes, that is your Quarterback matchup, and for uh, Patrick Mahomes, back again. You don't take it for granted either. Um, you never know how many you're going to get to. Um, if-